Hey, what's up? Do you like sex, love, and astrology? I do. You're in the right place. Let's dig in. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Astromantics, the uh, astrology podcast show where we look at people's charts and say fun little details, little intimacy fun things that we see in a person's chart. Um, and we all know Mary. Mary. Hello. Glorious work by. And hey, work by. Yes. And we have Cassandra. Cassandra. <laughs> hello. 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 Okay. Cassandra, we don't know anything about her yet. We just were given this suggestion, right? Like, oh my God, you guys should mm -hmm. interview Cassandra. <laughs> like a few days ago, um, as by now, you will have heard Eric's uh, podcast because it will have played in the future. Um, and so Eric suggested Cassandra. So as a person that we should interview, so I'm really excited. Nobody can see this, but Cassandra's doing like a little like shoulder mm -hmm. shimmy. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to share my screen, which the viewers won't see, but they will be able to see in the show notes. We'll have a picture of just your chart, but just that. And so away we go. This is you. Oh my gosh. You in a chart. <laughs> this is a snapshot. What is your familiarity with astrology? Do you have any? A very little. I've had my chart read before, but oh, um, very, like very quickly and for like a specific topic, kind of like this, I guess. But right. Not this topic. Right, right. Not this topic in particular. No. But, no, no. <laughs> a topic. Well, this is you. You have a lot going on in your like fifth through ninth houses. So on like the right side of the chart, right? Which is kind of like very uh, service oriented, very other people oriented, right? Type of person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, super fun. Uh, so you have your sun over here, 27 degrees of Scorpio. Hello, Scorpio. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, and it's in your seventh house of committed partnerships. Um, this means that you are really good in bed, actually, is what it means. <laughs> Isn't that kind of fun? <laughs> this in part what this means. It means that you're pretty good, like you know what you're doing. It means that you also like the um, act of sexual bonding, sexual intimacy, right? That is something that you highly appreciate, um, not only for yourself, but also for others, because uh, you're going to teach how to sex and romance with the body, I can see in this fifth house. But uh, anyway, so... Scorpio, uh, son of the seventh house, loves it loves physical intimacy and that act of bonding. It also really wants loyalty, though. There is a craving of loyalty that comes along with Scorpio. And there is a, oh, my God, I'm obsessing over my partner a little bit, right? You probably <laughs> had it worse when you were little, right? Like when you were younger. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, should I, should I be responding as you're saying these things? or? <laughs> Respond. Tell me about your control issues. <laughs> so yes to everything so far. And I'm in the process of healing and transmuting my controlling issues. That is beautiful. So that yeah. takes the shadow side. So the shadow side yes. of Scorpio is 
uh, you are mine and no one else's, right? That's the shadow yeah. side of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The healing side is, well, let's go deeper with this. Why do I have that reaction, right? Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? Like, why, how can I be supportive, not, you know, mm-hmm. cracking the whip mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. not good way, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Kind of love a healed Scorpio, right? Or somebody who's like right. actively, right? Because that's a that's a strong, intense one. That's some of strong, intense water poles, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, respect seeing this, right? Respect that automatically that this is something you are actively healing. So that is yes. like super dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have uh, Juno right next to it. Juno's an asteroid and she represents um, in our chart where we will experience some kind of betrayal in our life, right? So it's like uh, you will have experienced some form of, damn, I thought, I thought this and <laughs> it wasn't that, you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> H- happened about three years ago that has led now to where I am right now. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I can dive into that a little deeper, uh, or should I wait? I wasn't sure to what point. Well, I know. Okay. I I have so many things. I mean, if you can, okay. yeah. I'll wait. I can be patient. <laughs> That's all I want to know. I want to strike at the right moment, right? Scorpio. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> right? Strike at that right But moment. also Taurus rising, right? Patient. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And sensual, right? Yep. Taurus, super Eros sensual. Day. Yeah, I know. I saw that too, that Eros there. And Kyra. Yeah. Um, so Eros is kind of what we find irresistible. And when it's in our first house, that is with our ego and our self, it means that there will be something erotic about you naturally that people will pick up on or notice. And... It also is, but it's internal. So you might notice it more internally rather than literally seeing it on people's faces when you're talking to them exactly. But there's something about you that is innately, when you pull up in your Taurus car, so your Taurus car that you're driving here, the rising sign, is a car of luxury, right? It's a car that goes, yeah, these be floor sheets up in here, right? <laughs> you know, it's a car that drives up and go- and like everything is like beautiful and they're sensory, right? It's a very sensory mm, placed sort of car. So the, the physical body you're driving, right? It has to do with being sensual, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And so Eros here means that when you are struck with Cupid's arrow, you kind of know it. You're, you're kind of like, whoop, there's an attraction there, right? <laughs> and then we also have Chiron, which Mary mentioned, which is uh, it has to do with wounds in our life, wounds from either childhood or it could be ancestral wounds as well, right? Chiron is that. So it's like you're either some in some way erotically turned on by wounds or like erotically turned on you're like oh 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 oh, I want to (laughs) deal with this does that make sense yes it does (laughs) you're all oh my god keep giving your Scorpios like keep telling me more yes for me 
Do you love it? Oh my god. Oh, I love it. I'm loving it. I love it. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually Eric has a zero degree AC Taurus as well. So that means your houses are almost exactly the same. So that's really interesting, right? Um, but yeah, that the AC here, Mary mentioned it, it's kind of like got one foot in Aries and one foot in Taurus. So it's one part fiery, impulsive, spontaneous, but most parts sort of fixed. And I do want loyalty and I don't want to compromise my car, if you will. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What were you thinking, Mary? I'm looking at this um, Capricorn Venus. We, we know a lot of Cap Venuses. It's next year MC, which means... Um, Attracting people for a career would probably be easier for you than maybe some, right? Getting, like, drawing people in or... Uh, Venus is all about connecting, right? It's your ability to connect. It's right next to your work. But then it's also next to your south node, which is a little bit uh, psychic, like past lives, mm -hmm. kind of, right? So there's a little bit of something about career, past lives, and Venus all going on in Capricorn, which is kind of kind of cool and it's not in the 10th house of career it's in the ninth house of higher education right and philosophy and travel mm -hmm. um do you like to travel I do I do yeah your Venus is there right so it makes sense that there would be like a romanticism with traveling and seeing other cultures mm -hmm. but there's also such a sensibility um Lacey and I both have uh Capricorn Venus daughters right so there is a strong like sensibility built into them mm -hmm. right they love very practically right like they show their love very practically do you feel like that's you are you kind of like a absolutely I always tell people I feel like you're I'm the one of the most emotional rational people you will ever meet <laughs> totally. like I don't negate a single emotion but I can very logically you know express it and explain it depending on who I need to receive it and then receive from. Right. Love it. Beautifully stated too, right? <laughs> Capricorn excellence. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Do you find like achievers hot or like teachers attractive? Like teachers who are good at like making their goals come true? <laughs> uh, def definitely for primary partners, I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. For others, I'm attracted to other things for other reasons, but for a primary partner or someone that I'm going to go into business with, yes, that is extremely important. Yeah. So fun. Uh, do you love office supplies? My daughter loves office <laughs> supplies. She's like every pen, right? Like, do you love it? I do. I do. I like to have everything organized, you know, yeah. and like color coded for certain things. Oh my God. Totally her too. She has like binders with like, <laughs> just like color coded. That is so fun. What else stands out, Mary? Have other. Um, okay. So the Saturn in Libra, I think is really cool. That has something to do with your life's purpose around partnering with people. Right about um understanding other understanding like yourself in relationships um how to like connect with other people without it overshadowing your own needs right um and this is in your sixth house of day-to-day -day life so there's a calling to understand and be around people to some extent um 
I'm curious what you do, like what? Uh... So I am a shaman and an erotic medicine woman. So I use shamanism, tantra, and um, ceremonies to basically hold space for people to heal like through unconditional love, but really tapping into their sensuality and their sexuality and going on medicine journeys, like very much about that, you know, and how to like open the entire self and bring like radical self acceptance that leads to unconditional love of the self and others. Yeah. I love it. It's amazing. Thank you, by the way, for doing that. Super oh, thank, <laughs> thank you for and acknowledging it. I feel yeah. like it's really beautifully like in your chart too, right? Cause that first house, um, that Eros being there, kind of that ability to facilitate, to keep people grounded and like, yeah. right um and then the scorpio on the other side where your other house is right that's all about going deeper and appreciating vulnerability right Absolutely. or like and then your sixth house of day-to-day life is where it's saying like to connect with people is going to feel best right day-to-day working with people so it's it's it looks like a very beautiful way to use what's already in your chart like you naturally have tapped into it and I love that because, I, like I said, I've never had the chart read this way before. So I'm, as I'm hearing you guys, like this is this is something that I've been doing for 13 years as far as like energy work, but really tapping into like the sex priestess work, the shamanic tantrika, like all of that really has only evolved for me in the last two years because of this thing that did not work three years ago, right? right. This unraveling or phoenix evolution, as I call it. I mean, my life burned to the ground. And so from that, it was like, like deep into shadow. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get like identify with the shadow or get consumed by the shadow, but you freaking believe it that I'm going to like love the shadow and bring light to the shadow and transmute the shadow so that I can fully unite and embrace all parts of me. So it it was like this very deep dive into it. And as I dove deeper, I was like, I am meant to do tantric work, like memories yeah. of past lifetimes started flooding in. And I, I, it was, it's memories that are coming back to me right now, honestly, oh, uh-huh. more than anything. Yeah. And I have found partners, recent business partners whom I want to join with and build, you know, a sacred sensuality temple with and really oh my God, have me us too. remember the, right? Yeah. You can join us. You can totally Oh my join God, me I'm in. <laughs> we'll be your astrologers. We'll be all, they like to be. Oh my God, here. I would love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You know, yeah. this is what, like, this is who we used to go to, to help kind of help us understand, right? And unravel some mm-hmm. of these dip, deeper things, you know? And I have found such a new uh, uh, appreciation for astrology because it is helping me maybe see some things um, that I hadn't seen before. And then hearing you guys share this with me, like I get, I'm getting chills because I'm about to launch this whole other level of my business. And it's like, am I, am I supposed to do this? Am I out of my mind? No, like, no, no. You're cardinal. This? You're cardinal. You, know? you have a lot of cardinals. So that's a lot of pioneering energy. It's a lot of initiatory. Yeah. Cardinal is initiatory. And Oof, I love that. I know. And you have Aries in the 12th house of initiating um, <laughs> healing with enemies or like like, like uh, healing around fighting, right? Healing around, yeah. you know, impulse, healing around impulse, right? Those stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Oof. 
I love that. I love that. That's what I always say. I feel like I'm always like this trailblazer, you know? Yes. And I, and so hearing you guys reading this just kind of like gives me that confirmation and affirmation. Like, yeah, what you are doing and what your soul is calling you to hold space for people. That's, that's it. Like, this is it. Right. And as you're talking about some of like the things of a partner and like break wide open and spill your guts to me. Yes. Oh my God. I, I love that in my clients. Like that's literally like the, the thing I want to do, the kink that I want to do with my clients is like, yes, please yes. like surrender yes. over to the divine feminine here. Please. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. We have another person who we interviewed on here and she, um, is self-described as a pleasure dom and she refers yes. to it as pulling the poison as a divine feminine yes poison out of a person if you give her control to do so for yes. healing it's yes. incredible i love that yeah, so i would say that and then for me is and then let me pour in the love yeah right exactly. and so that's the other piece it's like right. yes let's pull this out and then once you surrender then it's like now let's pour love in. Yes, totally. Totally. Yeah. You have a Venus ruled chart. So love. She is a goddess yeah, of love. love. Yeah. <laughs> so, and teaching it. So it's in the ninth house yeah. of teaching and learning. It also means you're a perpetual student of learning how to do this. Like you could eat, sleep and breathe it all day in a way. Right. Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> also, also maybe like this is kind of literal, like learning from past lives. Right. That's yes. That's note there. Right. Oh, love that. Thank so you. So you're yeah, like studying I, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's yeah, literally how I feel like I'm learning right now, right? It's the it's the remembrance of it. And it's like, oh, I remember right. that I used to do this, but I don't fully remember. So let me go learn it. But it's it's coming from a past life. Yeah. Oh, right. It's so right. true. That is very true. Oh my God. High five, Mary. Cool. She's queen of the <laughs> yeah. notes. Right. Thank you. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then to talk about the opposite side right your north node is in cancer about nurturing right so you have these downloads you have these like ability to see past lives right for career and connection but then what it's asking you to go forward with in this life is taking that information to nurture people which it sounds like you are yeah right like um and it doesn't matter what you nurture right like we've talked to people who have cancer um saturns and north nodes and they love plants or they mm -hmm. you know what i mean they're gonna nurture something right mm -hmm. but it already sounds like from what we know of what you do right it would be people you're kind of nurturing them during this like breaking open mm -hmm. that they're having it's like right? a divine mothering nurture cancer yes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, I always feel like I have like more of like that grandmother love yeah. nurturing energy you know yeah. like that is what really comes through and I mean talking about you know one of the careers I kind of studied and almost went into is being a dominatrix and that's the whole point of that right is that cracking <laughs> open the breaking open and then the nurturing component right, right. to really integrate to really root in something so it's not just a cracking open process but okay, now how do I lick these wounds and heal them so I can go back into society and thrive for my authentic self? You know? Perfect. Oh, man. And how beautiful, right? This fifth house, Virgo, right? Yeah. Virgo likes to be in service, uh -huh. right? So like I'm a guessing doctor, you like a medical, methodical, yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing you remember every detail, right? Of what people need, don't need, what they like, right? Like studying kind of constantly, 
like the human condition because this Virgo moon in the fifth house of like flirting, sex for fun, creativity and kids, right? And next to your Mars, Mars has to do with like how we operate in the world, what we feel brave, like what we'll fight for kind of, right? So you're, yours is in the sign of being in service, right? Virgo, and it's next to your moon. So like taking action on things that kind of move your inner world but in a detail-oriented, service-oriented way, mm-hmm. right? So it's a superpower, right? Virgo is a superpower. You have to meet people with a lot of Virgo, and they don't understand how other people can't be as detailed and precise and <laughs> um, exact, right? Uh, like, why is that so hard? Yeah. These are, you, it's like a computer, right? Like, it can yeah. just go. <clears throat> and then you have Mars next to that charging it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it kind of means that when you put your energy and focus into it, one, you you study it and you learn everything there is. And two, you're going to fight for, you know, helping mm-hmm. people. Right? Yeah. You're going you're to go Literally that extra helping mile. people to romance. Right. Literally helping people yes. to discover body. Did you when you first started experimenting with sex feel like you had to have some sort of like perfect setup in order to <laughs> have sex for the first time? Yeah. Well, yes and no. Uh, You know, it's not so much with like my personal um, sex life. It's more about like the containers and the service I offer others. Right. In in my own personal experiences, I I do like a flow of like randomness and some sort of structure or like scene. But with my clients, like it's more about like refining something. What's the experience yeah. I want to offer? What's the container I want to offer? Yeah. And not that it has to be perfect, no. but it, it, I have to be very, it has to be refined and I need to be really aligned and clear in what I'm offering. So yeah. I love that you said that to me because sometimes <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, am I procrastinating? Am I trying to be a perfectionist? And I'm like, okay, maybe there's elements of that, but I feel like there's something deeper. And so there's definitely helps me understand why I take my time before like offering something of service, you know? Right. Getting, yeah, super clear about the details. Um, And Virgo likes sort of a, it it just wants to be in service. It wants to be a practical use. It's not just like you like, I want to be a tangible use in this way of combining body and sex. Oh my gosh. So when I was thinking about like kinks that I would think like when I got a picture of this, when I saw this fifth house, <laughs> I imagined like long red gloves and like a doctor's <laughs> outfit with like a, a, a bunch of like um, dominant, like, like a bunch of whips, like a various bunch of not just whips, not painful necessarily, but things to elicit. Things, yes. Yeah. And Mars. Um, so Mars in Virgo is like, it's like the scalpel, right? So precision cutting, yes, right? Yes. Not that you're going to cut somebody, but I mean, I just had this idea of like, what, like intimidating the shit out of someone. <laughs> That's I, I like, I like this, ter- like the new term I'm using is the erotic medicine woman, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. a very, like it's the shaman, which is very precise, like very, can see the bigger picture, can see where the thing, where the issue is. And then the sex priestess coming in as the one who starts to prepare for surgery, the one yes. that starts to like really organize everything and start opening you up and like 
it's like it's that little process right and so like it literally dawned on me a few weeks ago I'm like I am an erotic medicine woman that's exactly what I am yes (laughs) oh my gosh did you see Vesta up here Mary Vesta 25 to 27 right next to the sun so shamanic right Scorpio also deals with um the macabre the the deeper darker things of life death and rebirth it's yeah finds those things beautiful right um the deep, the dark, the hidden, right? And you have Vesta and Vesta is an asteroid that deals with being a priestess. She is, so the story behind Vesta is um, back in the day, Greek times, um, Vestal virgins is what they are called actually at the time. But what they were, what they did was, is it was only females who were these priestesses, these uh, erotic women. And they would teach people who came to them how to have sex they themselves didn't participate but Mm -hmm. they would um help heal sort of these sexual things and they had great power too like they had similar powers to like governors like roman governors like they had the power to forgive people and like get people out of jail and shit like they were like super spiritual like they yes they had huge consequences though like if it was found out that one of the girls had sex then, you know, they were buried alive. That's a real issue. That's a problem. But it's that fanatical devotion, right? It's that strong devotion to sexual things, macabre things, right? Mm-hmm. Things. Trans- transformation. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Phoenix moments. Yeah. Very yeah. Phoenix moments, very shadow moments, you know, and not shadow yes. in the sense of like evil shadow. Like right. I yeah. view it, it's like the shadow is just where we like lock things away mm-hmm. because there was a trauma that happened or we don't know what to handle with it or we felt we needed to protect ourselves, right? And so mm-hmm. it's not like the shadow is evil, no. but the shadow is very heavy and it is very highly protected. So we create these illusions of like, the devil or right, you know, right. evil spirits, but so that we yeah. won't go in there. And right. it's like, if we just release that and you realize that behind that is such profound innocence that we've locked away. Right. And so if we have the courage to go within and overcome that and realize that in the shadow, we've just hidden our innocence. There's so much power there. And right. so, yeah, I describe it as like being a light shadow worker, right? Yeah. So I'm working in the shadows but it's to bring love into those pieces and free and liberate ourselves. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. And yeah. so the deeper what, someone goes with me, the better. <laughs> the what's beautiful it is. too is like you have a Scorpio Mercury. So you speak, you speak in Scorpio, right? So you speak or you uh, communicate, you hear and talk and, you know, write in Scorpio. And that means vulnerability and secrets mm-hmm. and, uh, loyalty, right? Depth, uh, transformation, right? Those those darker things that sometimes um, are harder to talk about. Yeah. I think you talk about very beautifully, right? Mm-hmm. I think that Mercury um, is is a nice touch for everything that you're doing, right? There's an ability to talk about the depth, right? To talk about the shadow. Um in a way that I think people will hear it in the seventh house, right? Of mm-hmm. other. So, yeah. and then I also think it's interesting too, because these sound like embodied wounds, right? Yes. So carrying <laughs> trauma in mm-hmm. your body, right? And I think you're probably a bit of an expert with this. Yeah. 
Chiron in your first house, right? Wounds in your house of self, your house of body, right? So this is also how we heal, right? Chiron is where we're wounded, but also how we heal. So you kind of empowering other people to like heal their embodied wounds through like, you know, dealing with trauma and stuff. It, it fits here, right? It fits that you would have that kind of knowledge and that kind of interest and that it also heals you to do that. Yeah. Right. Like there's a, a reciprocal kind of thing that happens with Chiron, you know, we're wounded there, but then we start to heal other people and heal ourselves in the process. Yeah. I feel like that's like the, the collective conscious healing, right? Like anything, anytime something comes up for me, I see it, yes, as an opportunity to heal and liberate myself, but I also feel the significance of how that's going to add to the collective. Yeah. And as I move through something like that and transmute it, yeah. it's a guarantee within a few weeks or a few days or months, cl- a client, right? That's yeah. like needing to go through that now. It's like almost, again, trailblazer, right? Like mm-hmm. I've helped pave the way and be like, yeah. I see you. I understand you. I know exactly what you're going through. I'm I'm here to hold container and space for you if you like, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I can feel that every, like I, that's why it makes sense why this is the type of work that I want to do because yes, I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that same exact thing too, where when I have breakthroughs and I talk about it, like not yes. just have, I mean, I can have them in my own mind too, or write about them, but like if, as soon as I start talking about them, I'll like hear like one of my kids or my husband, even they will be like, oh, you know, I've been thinking about this thing. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. I just had <laughs> a breakthrough about that, you know? Yeah. 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 Like that stuff will happen. And so I know that there is also that thing for collective, right? So yes, I kind of couldn't high five <laughs> you any harder, you know? Right. <laughs> Damn, hell yes. But, yeah. Um, so it's interesting because Capricorn you you have a Venus in Capricorn and it's in a trine to Mars. It's kind of like you know the right way to portray yourself as um, somebody who has well thought out the details and the social uh, uh, reserved structures, right? Like because Capricorn is a sign of like being conservative, right? It's more reserved. It's the mm-hmm. sign of maturity, right? It mm-hmm. means that. The older we get, the more we mature and the more we go, oh, shit, right? It's like a never-ending <laughs> maturing Venus here, right? Love. Uh, so it's I love that you have the kind of chart that can push forward this shamanic agenda, this temple agenda. It's something that I have wanted for so long, too, right? Like, I'm like, all, I just know, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. right? Like, I just love that shit, you know, that, mm-hmm. like sexual healing is just part of why I love doing this, right? Because you can mm-hmm. be like, oh, I would love to encourage every person who works in this industry, in this world, in this, you know, healing taboo world. I just want to give power to, right? Yeah. I just want to say, fuck yes, do that. So what I love about your chart is that you have this very mature Venus who's going to be able to speak to not only um the future but also grandmas and grandpas right like mm-hmm. in a, like say <laughs> in a way that mm-hmm. is able to be heard by reserved people does that make sense yeah it does it does i've spent i feel i have felt my entire life like i'm like this translator this initiator this bridge yeah. right like 
I grew up in a very interesting dynamic where I didn't really have an identity because I wasn't fully this way or wasn't fully that way. But it allowed me to like, as an empath to really understand there really isn't this or that it can be a combination of so much. Yeah. And so I have that I've learned how to be able to like coexist mm-hmm. in like different realms of different paradigms of different ways of seeing the world, and then be able to bridge that gap. And that's my biggest mission, I feel is like bridging this gap that we have uh, within specifically for me, is a divine masculine and a divine feminine. Like I really crave to work with men. I feel like 90% of my clientele is men, 10% is women. But -hmm. I feel like what has happened is like for the women, we've had such beautiful years of of starting to be able to co-create again sisterhood, right? To be able to get in touch with their feelings and come Mm -hmm. together again and, you know, feel that empowerment. But I feel like for the man, that path, that shamanic path to divine masculine, there isn't as much trailblazing yet for yeah, that. That's right. There that's isn't. Right. And so now we're feeling this massive gap between yep. the women who have stepped into the divine feminine. They're looking around for their divine partnerships since they have found it in themselves. And they're like, where are all the divine masculine aspects and energy? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean just physical, physically, right. man. I mean, right. just partners, right? That can hold that. And I'm like, oh, this is a gap. This is a big gap. And I'm like, ooh, I want to get in this gap. <laughs> I want to play in this gap and you know, create magic. <laughs> that is really interesting that you talk about. So uh, the sun, so um, there are certain signs. So water signs and earth signs in a chart are said to be receptive, yin, and feminine, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so when you're looking at somebody's chart, like if you were looking at somebody's astrological chart in the future, if they have a lot of earth and water and they're in a male energy, you know, automatically that person is here to work on their balance between divine and feminine, right? Like that's kind of a cool thing to know. Um, You have heavy uh, Venus ruled masculine energy, which I think Um. is really interesting because Jupiter's a heavy planet. Pluto is literally the planet of transformation, crisis, and like looking at the uh, dark underbelly of things in relationships, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. will. Saturn, life purpose, right? So you have heavy masculine energy, and then your other outer planets are also in a masculine sign, the Sagittarius. So it's like your personal planets are feminine, right? Like holding mm-hmm. that space, mm-hmm. working in that divine goddess mm-hmm. shamanic energy, right? And then you've also got this these heavy hitters that are also masculine, right? So it's almost like there's this kind of interesting, glorious balance between the two in a way, <laughs> right? There's not like yeah. more one than the other, right? Or it, it's yeah. heavier. It's funny because it's heavy masculine energy, but it's Venus ruled who is in a feminine sign. So it's like, when I think of a Libra and I think of Venus ruled Libra, right? It's like, um, cause Venus is all about attraction and in the sign of Libra, she attracts with, um, social knowledge. She attracts with, um, emotional, uh, intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she attracts with her knowledge of art and aesthetic, right? That's like how uh she attracts so i think of like the the boy band bts they're like they're like a good example of <laughs> divine masculine feminine energy like that combo you know yeah 
Anyway, I don't know how that exactly relates to you. It was just like a thing that was like, oh, you're, you've got yeah. BTS right here. Like, yeah, we're dudes. And we wear awesome makeup and amazing mm-hmm. clothes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we care yeah. about aesthetics, bitches, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that's why I feel like I'm so drawn to the tantric work, right? Because yeah. tantra just means unification. It's a unification of the yeah. divine, the human aspects, the shadow, the light, the, the feminine and the masculine. And I've always said, I feel like I feel and I know that I'm balanced in both of those energies, the masculine and the feminine energy, which is why I can hold a space for the work that I do. Right, right. And I feel that that is the, again, bridging the gap and giving a logical explanation of embodiment for men mm-hmm. so that they can, the vision I get is like the death, I'm going to say in quotes, the death yeah. of the ego masculine needs to happen. Right. And then what happens is the embodiment of the divine feminine for the man, because the feminine is who can birth. So once they embody their divine feminine, Mm -hmm. they can birth their divine masculine. Mm -hmm. And again, it's like, I I feel like the sense of because I am balanced in both, Mm -hmm. that I can also hold their hand, right? As I cross the bridge with them and like say, doula. Like, yeah, it's like a doula, like a sex doula, like like let's go over here, you know? <laughs> Transformation doula over here. I love um, it. I and love to it. hold space for that. And I mean I have all brothers. So I grew up I grew up a lot around boys and male energy and aspects of that. Uh, and I'm not surprised that this is <laughs> This is why uh, I'm so it was always like easier to make friends with guys and hold mm-hmm. space for them and stuff, you know, but in my personal relationships, oh, I am so much more on the feminine side. Like I want partners that can really already hold that for me and let me be the sub, let me be the feminine, let me just like completely submit. So mm-hmm. I have, it's like in my business world, it's like, I like to hold that masculine energy and have the clients submit to me. And yeah. yet the balance of that, right, is in the personal yeah. relationships. It's like the other way around. Yeah. That's, uh, we've noticed <clears throat> that with cardinal signs, again, the initiators, people who have heavy cardinal like to let go of control in their personal relationships, right? They're yeah. more of the sort of sub in that way because, yeah. well, but then you're still really in control because. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Make that rope tighter I'm still telling you what to do right or, yeah exactly like, yeah 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 slap that a little more right use a different thing you know um well so I was just when I think about this like Mars moon so the moon in our charts um can represent how we like to be touched because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. it, it represents our inner world but kind of almost like a physical embodiment in some ways of our physical world and in the sign of Virgo, Virgo rules the uh, lower back, mm. like kind of the sacral area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you like to be like massaged? Well, first of all, do you have pain in your lower back? Because <laughs> my sacral is always out of alignment. It's something <laughs> that on a monthly basis, I literally need for it to be put back into place, like oh. lower back stuff. Like I don't, I don't take medication. I thankfully right. have had great health you know I'm 41 I do not look 41 yeah Uh, but lower back oh Mm -hmm. my god especially on my right side more than anything (laughs) like that hip that sacrum is always out of place yeah and yeah that's something that I'm always like can you rub my lower back can you help me stretch it (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah oh yeah it's a uh 
it's a way it's a doorway into romance in this way for you which is kind of interesting mm. right mm mm-hmm. yeah having that lower sacral back rubbed you mm-hmm. know uh pushed upon um also a doorway into romance is like how can i serve you right ooh you have a mars here do you like to use strap-ons and be <laughs> of use at all to pleasure someone in that way because uh, I Scorpio do. rules the genitals yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They yeah like I to do. penetrate usually you do I do I do yeah there's a lot of toys I, I don't <laughs> I think there's I think it's better to say the things that I don't like that list yeah. is a lot shorter yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> than yeah. the things that I do like whenever I have a new partner say like oh what are your boundaries what are your likes or dislikes I'm like let me just tell you my dislikes because the list is very short. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just this conversation will go a lot quicker and a lot right. easier. <laughs> well, for sure, when you're merging with someone, like in the, um, we've been together a while, right? The eighth house has to do sort of with the Scorpio vibes. Um, and before I keep going, Mary, do you have any thoughts? Oh, no, I'm, I was listening. Go. You were yeah. thinking about this. Okay. So you have two planets here and you have one thing here uh black moon lilith and that means that um men can find you intimidating but that's mm-hmm. so it's not like a bad thing you mm-hmm. know whatever like it means that it can be like a thing you know where they find you like oh shit they desire you as a mistress and are intimidated so mm-hmm. it's kind of funny you said dominatrix because it totally fits in there but um eighth house is uh sagittarius is the sign that rules your eighth house which means you're jupiter right so partners right mm-hmm. uh, and uh libra is the least straight of the zodiac but it's more in your like sixth house, sixth house of uh work routines and stuff but it does govern that eighth house have you uh ever uh experimented like with women or is it mostly men Masculine. so i i did i identify as pansexual so okay. i really don't uh look at uh sexual right. orientation or anything it's just if there's a connection there's a connection right and I tend to be more polyamorous than yeah. um than like monogamous or anything like that mm-hmm. um more currently right now solo poly because I am uncovering so much and going deeper wow. into my work so right now it's like you know I, I, I literally like some of the men I was like I'm not looking for partners right now I'm looking for lovers Right. Uh, was really wanting more of that experience there, right, with it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, definitely have a lot of experience and have really honed in a lot into, like, the open sexuality of my sexuality. And it's also very fluid. It's like, yeah. I feel like I go through phases sometimes, which is why I think that the polyamorous is there. Mm-hmm. But then earlier when you were talking about, like, the Scorpio, the deep passion, the love, mm-hmm. you know, the the to be able to be uh, fully open. And I love to penetrate more with my energy than like my physical body. Right. 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 So when I go deep with that, like that with someone, it has to be a lover relationship minimum. Mm -hmm. Like there is, I I do enjoy like the casual sex and Mm -hmm. having those kind of experiences and do often, but if we're going to go deep and I'm going to open up and you're going to open up and we're going to penetrate each other in those different ways. Right then it needs to be a a level of relationship for sure. If not, it's like, then I can't, we can't do this. Like that's right. not happening. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mars, <clears throat> uh, Mars and Virgo needs the purity of expression. Of yes. Sex. Yes. 
Yeah. I have a Mars Virgo too. So I feel that too. (laughs) I want the purity (laughs) of the expression of sex, you know? Um, Yeah. So polyamory, you have the planet of Uranus in your eighth house. So eighth house is all about like merging. It's like, oh, hey, we got committed and shit. Now we're going on joint (laughs) ventures or buying a house, right? It's like the, oh my God, now how do we have sex all the time? Yes. Right? Yeah. And you have Uranus, the planet of independence. Shock and surprise here. (laughs) (laughs) You don't say really? No, really, truly. (laughs) I know. So people who have Uranus in the eighth house, I have it too. Mine is in Scorpio though. I'm I'm one house off from you, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Uranus is like um, I want to be independent. I don't. I want to be independent. Yes, want to be. Yes, and it's uh, like love me, but leave me alone. No, no, love yeah. me again. No, leave me alone. <laughs> Dead on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's why I'm like I'm going solo, Polly. Okay, so all of you can love me and leave me alone. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I also have um, polyamory. It's kind of more of a, through through learning astrology, actually, I learned this about myself. It was kind of cool. Oh, that wow. I w- we'd be doing this podcast for forever and we're not for forever, like a year now. Right. And the more people we interviewed and the more similarities, because you see the same things pop up in people that it was like, oh shit, something I would tell them you're made this way on purpose is something I have to tell myself. <laughs> really interesting. <laughs> Uh, but uh and then you also have neptune here which means that you there's a transcendence that comes with sex right or merging you know with Mm -hmm. someone and it's a neptune in sagittarius so that's like the teacher the culturally aware person it's also sort of the comedian comedians tend to have like sagittarius bits because it's humor so something about needing a moniker of lightness mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not like super, I mean, Scorpio loves the seriousness, the bleed for me, but when you're being like merging with someone or you're doing things together with someone, you're like, what can we learn together? What can yes. we do together? Yes. Right? Yes. Mary has a Sag son. What do you think, Mary? Yeah. Yeah. And it will a sad eighth house, right? It adds a softness to intense shit, right? It adds like a learning component. It adds a lightness and a comedy, right? And then, yeah, so you have Neptune here and Uranus and Black Moon Lilith. So, yeah, so it feels like deep things, like the things that some people shy away from, the vulnerability, the intimacy, right? The merging piece. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can almost have fun with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you almost have the ability to like, um, I know we've talked about like transmuting that energy, but it's, it's more than that. You know what I mean? It's more like, uh, you can still have a good time. You could still not just operate, not just function, but like thrive. Right? Thrive in it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Next level, like enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, that's definitely my motto in life is going from like the, the surviving to the thriving. Right. And I, I enjoy doing that by embodying like different um, archetypes or being like a shapeshifter, mm-hmm. right. Where I can see that in front of me, for me, even for me personally, my own personal shadow stuff that comes up, right. My stuff comes up or a friend stuff comes up or a client stuff comes up. 
And it's like, okay, yes, there's a heaviness here, but what's going to be the best way? What's going to be the best archetype to embody or the, the best, um, you know, a shape shifting to happen so that we can really nurture and unravel this thing that's in front of us and bring what's needed. Is it lightness? Is it innocence? Is it love? Is it kink? Is it fire? Is it water? Like, what are the elements that are needed here, right, to really shift and transmute this thing that we're surviving or negating or pushing down or right. trying to judge right. so that we can flip the script and say, okay, what do I need so I can love this, so I can free this, so I can embody this, so I can, you know, start prospering and thriving with this, you know, right. again, the co-creative process with ourselves mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it. and then you hear that refinement in that um, Virgo moon, right? <laughs> Virgo moon and Mars. Yeah. Right? That's, uh, that's such These a superpower. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really cool to hear. This is how I ground that, right? Yes. So y- yes. you have a lot of grounding in, in your spiritual houses here. Mm-hmm. Like this is Capricorn is a super grounded uh, philosophical outlook on love right here, right? There's a tra- there's tradition. It's tradition mm-hmm. formed. Mm-hmm, right so mm-hmm. there is like a that informed um but we have this aquarius you know 10th house of career so it's like i'm going to do something unconventional something outside mm-hmm. the box something that is counterculture because that's what mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i have an aquarius son so i i very am very aware of being the black sheep you know in <laughs> so many situations Luckily, I have a Venus who's like, yes, but I'll charm you, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny that you say black sheep because I've always described my, myself and my family, in my family unit, in my society or my, my community as the beloved black sheep. Yeah. Like I, I'm definitely outside the norm of anything, right. but it's like, but there's also something that's always um, been there of like, almost like a respect because I am the black sheep. Right. It's like, oh, wait, Cassandra does that? Wait, Cassandra thinks that? Oh, okay, well, talk to me. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, maybe I am open. Maybe they're not going to go full to the other side. Mm-hmm. But it does help, like, bring down a wall, mm-hmm. right? To at least have someone be, allow themselves to maybe see a different perspective. Or maybe mm-hmm. I have empathy for someone else. You know, I, I've also been in, in the cannabis industry. And I mean, my background is a teacher. I, was a ma- I have a master's in education. Mm-hmm. I've been in the ca- as an educator in cannabis. Mm-hmm. And really what my role was, was to speak to our, like the community, the, the uh, generations before us. Right. To help them bridge that gap of like, this is not a gateway drug anymore, right? This is, right. This is something else. And so right. bridging that. Same thing now with sex. You know, sex is not a taboo. It's not something dangerous. The shadow is not evil. It's like taking these elements and right. being, hey, you guys, oh. so about that, can we, you know? And mm-hmm. yeah, I've always had that ability. So I love when you said that. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yes. Yeah. Mary loves the cannabis industry. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> we both do. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, I feel like it helps me with a lot of this intuitive, emotional work, right? (laughs) Empathically, it helps me almost like set aside my anxiety and like tap in a little bit more to like what I'm feeling or, you know. But um, also, we keep talking about you as a bridge, right? Mm -hmm. And I think this Mm -hmm. is really interesting because Saturn is considered a bridge planet because it's the last uh, one that we can see 
mm-hmm. with the naked eye, right? Beyond that. And it it bridges uh, personal planets to um, generational planets, right? Saturn's kind of the last one that has a lot of personal meaning before we get to Jupiter, right? Which is more about kind of everybody and what part you're born, like when you're born and the generation you're born into. Um, your Saturn, your bridge planet is in Libra, right? Peopling, yeah, right? Connecting and working with people. So you are kind mm. of like a literal bridge for people, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. Uh, it's just come up so many times and I keep looking at Saturn every time you say it. I'm like, it makes so much sense, right? It's almost like your day-to-day life is being that bridge because uh, mm-hmm. that's the sixth house is like habits, routines, health, wellness, yeah. right? You have the bridge planet in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. In your house of Libra. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's why, so Saturn wants to build lasting, enduring it wants to build boundaries, right? And the hardest thing to do is make boundaries with people, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, those things are clear, <laughs> but where your Saturn is, it makes boundaries clear in relationships. That's yeah. what it does naturally. It's a, uh, it's a very special Saturn too, that it's, it's always, it's cool. In ancient times, they had planets who um, they would name the planets and say, this planet has a really easy time here. This planet has a difficult time here. And uh, yeah, you have Saturn in its favorite place to be <laughs> where it gets, it's called, it gets special honors and exaltation. Mm-hmm. So it means that um, it could be frustrating for you to be, to be around other people who aren't good at people because you'd be like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? How did you not know to not say that, do that, whatever, right? Like, how did you, how did that miss you, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in that way, it can be frustrating. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, it can be really um, nice to, because then that, that kind of goes into your data to, oh, this person's like that. Okay, so, you know, mm-hmm. how do I balance mm-hmm. it? It's Libra is the sign of the scales too, right? So- mm-hmm. Oh, and it's also like balancing relationships, right? Because Libra is the sign of relationships. It's in our chart where we want to, we prefer to be with others. So like in your day-to-day work environment, you want to be with others. Not only do you want to be with others, but you want to be taking them through deep belief transformation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in their relationships, not just to others, but to themselves, right? Mm -hmm. It's all of those. And you're like, oh, oh, hey, you're out of balance there and like ground it out <laughs> to make it into balance. So you're like super set up for just be a, just be a goddess. Can you just like make a temple? Will you like visit, <laughs> travel, yeah. do like a special class? Yes, yes, yes. The yes. moon in the chart tells us where to touch people and where people yes. like to be touched. Yes. Either in their mind, yeah. their body, right their where. soul, totally. yeah. <laughs> All those things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely in the process, like, like seriously in the process of building uh, a temple, a sacred sexuality temple and mm-hmm. a legal plant medicine church. Like I am literally in the process of building these two things yeah. that provide plant access to plant medicine and the shamanic yeah. side and like going right. deep into that. And that's, oh shadow, there's, that's light shadow work there, you know, and then yeah. this other side. And so it's like merging these two things that 
society is like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. That's evil. What the hell is going on? And yet secretly they have a kink for it and such yeah. a desire. Yes. And like, please, please do it. Please be the one to do it. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, you have a North Node in Cancer. That means you can business and manifest your goals like nobody else. <laughs> like it's actually a superpower that you have. So like, please do it. <laughs> please do it. <laughs> I'm already doing it. I'm already yes. in the process already. By the really? end of this year, these two things will be up and running. Do you want to, so something really cool, Saturn, that planet of building and making yeah. and setting into place is, is going to be transiting Pisces, the sign of oneness, spiritual, mm. right? So the whole world is going to be looking to people who know how to do exactly what you're doing right now. People mm. who are spiritual leaders, Saturn, they're going to be looking for boundaries in the spiritual. How do I make boundaries? How do I work yeah. with this shit? And so it's kind of fun to see all these people who are really good at these things be like, oh, hey, for the next three years more, people are going to be looking to you. you. Now is a great time to be doing this shit right mm -hmm. as a person who can literally see mathematically the future i'm telling you it's great <laughs> i love this i love this so much like this reading is literally the the answer to a prayer that i have been given like yeah. really like things are in motion things things are moving forward but like again i'm also human right yeah. oh, and yeah. and and my inner child gets triggered and I'm sitting here literally on this edge and I know I'm going to jump. It's not a question of whether I'm going to jump or not, Yeah. but it, but I do want to honor my human, right? And I do right. want to honor my process and yes. I don't want to push myself out no, of my perfect. own boundaries, do right? That. Do that. Right? No, that's also part of that North node because you can do that, right? You yeah. could just push yourself. I could. Right the I fuck could. out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, enjoying the process is literally part of your karma is to do that. So God, you're just. You're just all you banging on all cylinders <laughs> spiritual. You're doing great. Thank you. And this just helps be like, yes, what you are feeling, it, it is that. And when you know, you will jump. Like, I feel like I have wings, right? So when the wings, like the butterfly, right? Yeah. And it's coming out of like the cocoon. And mm -hmm. it, yes, it has its wings, but it's drying. And then it knows the moment, like right. now. Like fucking fly now. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. And so like the last few days, I'm like, is is that what is that, is that what's happening right now? Is this is this what I'm doing? And so as you guys are reading this for me, it's mm. like, yes, this is yeah. why you're feeling this. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, please. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Saturn's gonna be on the seventh. It goes into Pisces. So um, you're going to really, I've already started noticing the shift of people looking towards spiritual things, like people popping up, right? Like Eric came up, yeah. right? You came up. He wants to do, yeah, there's ideas that he has too, right? Yeah. He has a lot more Capricorn than you have. So he's got a lot more like, I don't know, you know, but he's there too. He's doing right. That kind of stuff, you yeah. know, he's interested. He's going there. You guys have, yes. there's a very similar vibe happening there, you know? Yeah. And there's a very similar vibe with what you know, we're doing. So it's like, right. This like, Oh, Hey, you're not evil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? or, oh yeah. Hello. <laughs> oh, Hey, you actually have superpowers. If you just <laughs> unlock them, right. How do we do that? You know? Yeah. yeah. And you guys just helped me have like this great aha moment. It makes sense why all of this and why I was born into as a Scorpio, because the, yeah. the amount of healing work that I've needed to do personally 
around really transmuting my shadows of like needing to control, needing to mm. be manipulative. Yeah, yeah. Needing, like no knowing my power right. about holding back like yes. this process that I've been going through. I feel that because right now the world still sees duality, still sees good versus evil. Uh-huh. Something about being I mean, the, these are the words, I'm sure these are the best words that could come up. But if you look at all like the astrology signs, and I don't know a lot I'm learning, yeah. but like Scorpio is just, I tell people I'm a Scorpio and I get this look like, whoa. I know, and I know. So, <laughs> you know. And so the overcoming of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the as me, mm-hmm. of course I needed to be Scorpio and me. Like, of course right. I needed to be this and transform it right. to show like, look, you guys, not only is it not evil, Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can work through, we can co-create with these shadow aspects of ourselves right. because we created them. We created them to protect ourselves. And if we just love them and right. soften with them and, and seduce them and make love yeah. to them yeah, and yeah, all yeah. of this, right? right. I love like, it. Oh a my unification. God, I love it. So that's a, one another thing I just realized as you guys are sharing this with me today. I was like, of course I needed to be a Scorpio with this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because... Um, Scorpio as a sign that can hold intensity, right? Yeah. Um, as a sign that can do that and burn down to the ground ashes yes. and re come back a phoenix, right? Yes. Um, you're a woke Scorpio, if you will, right? You're like, a, <laughs> you're I'm an informed Scorpio, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, I love that. I love that so much. I love that so much. There's a different energy, like from one from a shadowy Scorpio to one who's like, no, I'm looking at this shit, right? I'm looking yeah. and I'm helping and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, there's a real a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's beautiful. You're beautiful. Well, that's our time. Oh, Can you believe you. that? Oh my God. Uh, I'm that's sad, but so like, so satisfied. Thank you guys right? so satisfied. <laughs> I love it. Um, did we want to include anywhere to find you? Any socials oh, yeah. or website? Yeah, I can. Should I share that now? Yeah. Yeah, or you okay. can write it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, I'll write it here. Go. So uh, my business name um, is Hear Me Roar, spelled R-O-E-H-R. So my name is Cassandra Roar. Oh, yeah. So it's like Hear Me Roar, you know? So that's my... Yeah, R-O-E-H-R. So hearmeroar.com is my website. And then Instagram and Facebook is Cassandra Roar or Hear Me Roar. It's like both. It has both on there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much for being so vulnerable and chatting. Thank with you, us. guys. Thank you. This is so awesome. <laughs> your prize, your rarity. I don't know if you know that, but A healer. Uh, yeah, please keep doing all that shit. It is the future. It is yeah. literally the future. Pluto's going to be going to Aquarius and telling you. This is it. This is this is how we all reach Nirvana. I'm telling you. Aww. Thank uh, you guys. I love you both. I, <laughs> I love you guys. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We'll uh, talk to you later. We should keep in touch if we can. God. Yes. Yes. Please. Yes, please. Yeah. please. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Check out our playlists on our website. We have Zodiac playlists at teamaquarius.com. Bye.